To One Foot on the Ground. This is Johnny. And this is Ashley. And today we are discussing... Uh, Birds of Prey or... or I'm sorry. Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yes. 2020. 2020. Uh, 2020. We're, we're in the new shit now. Which is... Yeah, cause, one uh, of the last movies to be uh, in theaters. Still you know, I was theaters. I was going to ask you about that because I read a lot about this when I saw it the other day, and which is why we originally we were going to do the favorite, mm-hmm. and I switched it last minute because I saw this and I was like, oh, we need to talk about this movie. <laughs> because <laughs> when you texted me like we're going to do Birds of Prey instead of the favorite, I was like, oh, it just dropped on HBO. I think oh yeah, I just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I will also say that I wanted to rewatch the favorite and it wasn't streaming on anything. <laughs> and I was like, I am not renting this fucking movie. So, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm switching it. Um, I mean, not that I don't want to do the favorite at some point because it, it is very, very fucking good. But isn't isn't the same isn't the same girl in it? Is that what's what her girl? Name? Uh, Harlequin. Margot Robbie. Yeah. Isn't that her? In the favorite? Or is that somebody else? Who's the other girl? Who, who, all right, well, there, there's three main women. Well, uh, Ra- Rachel one Weiss, is... Olivia Coleman, and oh, the other girl. Zombieland, Easy A, Superbad. Was that Emma Stone? Emma Stone, yes, it's Emma Stone. Oh, you know, I get them mixed up a lot. They kind of look alike, don't they? Am I No, there's bad? somebody I mix up Margot Robbie with, but I can't remember who. And I think that now I would just mistake that person for Margot Robbie instead of Margot Robbie in the other direction. Well, wasn't Margot in a period film recently, though? She was. Oh, she was. It was Like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, 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 no. <laughs> that period piece. Oh, she was good in that one, though. She was the... Uh, part that i liked about the movie i wanted more of yeah, her storyline yeah. than whatever else the tangent the <laughs> <laughs> i mean it is quentin tarantino so you're gonna have a tangent but yeah it was yeah. a bit um yeah. no she was in one she it was like a queen victoria or something like that it was and oh shit I can't think of what I mean, it was. Whatever, who cares? I'll look it up. It was a period film. Um, so, where to begin with this? Show, sh- do you want to do a, a review, or do you want me to do it? or? Oh, like a recap? recap yeah, recap of that of flick. Of oh, she was in Itonia. That's what I forgot. What is it? I loved Itonia. Itonia? Oh, I never saw it. Dreamland? Are you thinking of Dreamland? No. Mary Queen? She was Queen Elizabeth? Mary, Mary Queen of Scots. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Which so, I started to watch one day. <laughs> like, I had it on, and it glitched or something because of mm-hmm. streaming. Which, this is the one thing about streaming services that drive me nuts. 
Like, this is why mm. I prefer my Blu-rays when I possibly can, but um, because it glitched or something, and I kept trying to watch it, and it would not load. And I was like, you know what? I'm fucking over this. And <laughs> so I never got to see it. <laughs> like, it kept going, like, the first few seconds of it, and then it would glitch, and I'd have to start it, whatever. So I didn't get to watch it. I'm pissed about it, because I really wanted to see it. Dude, I get irrationally upset about buffering. Oh, like, God. If, if something's going to, like, stop and load, I'm over it. Which like, this I'm one, um, Birds I'll of just Prey, go outside. Never mind. Birds <laughs> like, of Prey did that <laughs> right when they were starting, like, the big action sequence. <laughs> and then it just all got pixelated. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> I was like, of course Well, HBO doesn't have the best web player. Which, oh, really? it has gotten better. It used to just be absolute bonk. Well, but we watched it. Yeah. How do we do it? Because I know we had to watch something through the Roku. Did you do it through like a Roku or well, or like through Amazon? Well, I have I have a what is it called? Um, Apple shit. TV. No, I got rid of that. Um, Roku. I have one of those. Fire Stick. <laughs> Google. <laughs> Google. What is Google? Google Play. I don't. Google. I actually don't know. Google. Google uh, the the Google Stick. Google Play, uh, Google Thumb Drive, stick, stick, something, something stick, um, a play oh, stick, who, Google who Play gives stick. a shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's not even important. Um, no, we had we. I got one. I got one of those literally to watch HBO Max. Like that is literally why I bought the damn thing because I have a Roku, which I replaced my Apple TV with a Roku, and then they upgraded HBO to HBO Max. And there's some kind of problem with Roku, like the company and HBO. So they're not on agreement or something. So it's never going to come to this Roku. (laughs) So I bought it. That's hilarious. But also a a bummer. Yeah. So I I wonder if you could play HBO Max through Hulu because Hulu Hulu will stream through it. Do you know that I found out that that's true? Yes. (laughs) um, On the flip side, I have Shudder through Amazon instead of going through Shutter's website because I mistakenly thought that if I played it on an Amazon web player like on like my PlayStation or something I'd have still have access to those Shutter videos and I do not. Oh. <laughs> so oh no. So there's that. Hmm. Yeah, I yeah. the the only thing I did through a different service was Acorn and some other a canadian thing or maybe that was the canadian thing whatever i don't know i did two and i only did them so i could watch specific things and then just get rid of the trial because <laughs> i was like i really want to see miss fisher's murder mystery movie and this other thing and so i watched those i did watch something that i think you would really love on Shit, I can't remember if it was Acorn or if it was that other thing. But it was about a photographer that took death photographs. Do you know what that is? It's like death historical. Death photographs? Like D-E-A-D? D- yeah. Oh, wait. Death. Yeah, dead. Like dead. <laughs> also death. <laughs> D-E-A-D-H. I spelled a different word. <laughs> dead. Like death. Like a, like they would... This is a, a real thing that they used to do. They would take... Um, they would get like a a person that uh, almost like a mortician, but they would make up the person, make them look alive. Oh yeah. And they would take photos of them like a family portrait 
and yeah, there's, like, so there's like randomly a dead person in the middle of this photograph. Um, yeah. It was about one of those photographers. I, li- I will never remember what it's called, but it was so fucking good. And of course, it was one of those ones where oh, I don't want to give it away. Never mind. <laughs> I don't want to give it away. But it was really good. Um, so anyway, so back to Birds of Prey. <clears throat> so Does photographer movie Acorn. What'd you say? Question mark. I was making a note to find that movie. Oh, it's a show. <laughs> it's a show. Yeah, it's it's. Oh my god, it was so good. I didn't think I would like it, and then I started it just because. I was like, well, I have this right. free trial amount as well. And I, start, and I got so into it, and I was like, oh, my God, I love this. And then by the last episode, I was like, brilliant! And they're going to have a season two, but, of course, pandemic, and who knows when it's going to happen. <clears throat> so, anyway. A birds of Prey. Yes. Birds, birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. And the Emancipation. And the Emancipation. <laughs> the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn is about uh, Harley Quinn Sorry. and her uh, post breakup with the Joker mm-hmm. and how that kind of the Joker gave her more protections than she maybe realized that she was just kind of like a dick throughout the flick and it kind of puts a target on her back uh, and so one dude tries to go a little bit harder after her than all the others and uh, during this time a uh, a child, Cassandra Kane, steals a a covet, also a super coveted diamond, and her plot kind of intersects all these other stories, because all these people need this diamond for different reasons. One for family, one for, uh, you know, cops solving cr- a crime, um, and Harley Quinn trying to like save her own butt, you know, to get out of this, uh, getting her face peeled off. Ugh. <laughs> Which is yeah. totally gross. Yeah, and it becomes a a girl gang movie. Yeah. Um, After that. And they kick ass, and it's great. Um, <laughs> they sure do, yeah. <laughs> that was a very good summary, or blur. That was probably the quickest I gave one, too. I think it was. Uh, <laughs> um, that's probably about what I would have said, because uh, well, that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... I mean, there is stuff, but I, I just, for, right off the bat, okay, I'm trying to think of how to talk about this. So, um, this is one of the first uh, comic book films to have been directed by a woman, for one. Uh, it's the first <clears throat> by an Asian woman. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm sorry. The Asian. second DC uh, superhero movie directed by a woman. Because Wonder Woman was directed, wasn't it? Directed by a I woman? believe so. I, I think it was Wonder, Wonder woman. woman. I know it was. I think it was. But who knows with me? Who knows? Um, so I wanted to get into that. Kind of dive into it. Because <laughs> it bothered me that. Because uh, I read a lot about the making of the film after I saw it, because I, first of all, okay, well, first of all, just throwing out here, it was a fantastic fucking movie. Like start to finish. It had my attention very quickly. And this was one where I, it, to be honest, like I had heard good things about it, but I, I wasn't really, I don't know. I, I'm not saying that I wasn't interested in seeing it, but I felt like it was one of those that I'd put on at some point and just, 
who knows if I'd pay attention or not kind of movies. Oh, no. I I saw part of the trailer and I I, uh, I really just was not. I was like, oh, no, thank you. Like, I don't think that that's for me. And I, I mean, I ended up watching it while it was in theaters, no less. And I was shocked by how much I enjoyed it. Oh, and I, I think yeah. a lot of it also had to do with the trailer wasn't good. But I don't think I saw a trailer. I, I, I mean, it was advertised for sure. Because I remember yeah. seeing advertisements for it. I think the only trailer, I'm using quotes here, <laughs> I saw was the trailer that they put on the beginning of It Part 2, I think. I think it was it part oh, okay. two and it was a very good trailer because like <laughs> it was basically like, um, Oh, I can't remember how it was a balloon, a red balloon. Mm-hmm. And you, so it tied in with it. Obviously it was supposed to be, yeah. but it, I think it had mentioned clowns or something like different clowns from films or well, yeah, something. Because, like, yeah. And then the Joker is a clown. Harlequin <laughs> came up and popped the, red balloon and she said oh i'm so tired of clowns or something like that and and that was like the trailer and i thought that was oh, that's fantastic that's i was a, like that sounds like a great teaser it actually. really yeah because you had no idea that it was going to be a teaser for the birds of prey movie do you know what i yeah. mean like it was very well done yeah and i really didn't like uh suicide squad no okay uh, so that <laughs> that was another thing i was going to get into i i didn't like that. I couldn't pay. I could not, for the life of me, even tell you what that movie was about. And I didn't care. Like, I did <laughs> yeah. not like it. I, I thought it was terrible. And I know for a fact that they had to, like, reshoot a whole bunch of it. Like, oh, they yeah, had because to, of Deadpool. Yeah, they, they had to they, redo They needed to punch it up of it. <laughs> because of Deadpool. And it didn't work. Whatever they did didn't work. But, okay, so <clears throat> that's part of what well, I wanted to talk well, about, though, because... The fact that that movie was so badly done, like, and then you're going to do a spinoff that's going to focus on one of those characters, which, in all honesty, it was the only character that I kind of wanted to see, even in Suicide Squad. Like, I wasn't even excited about the Joker. I was like, ew, that looks stupid. Like, I don't want to see that crap. Like, especially after you had Heath Ledger do it, it's like, yeah, I'm kind of not into this. Like, I, I don't like the look of him. I think he looks stupid. I don't see the big deal. I, no, no, thank you. So, and it was almost like, <clears throat> with all the incarnations of Batman and the Joker, it's it, it was just too much. Like, I don't want to see any more of that. Please, no, 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 no. So, but for them to focus on Harlequin was, uh, Harley Quinn, I'm sorry, whatever, however you say her name. Which I never read the comics. The only time I ever saw anything with her was the animated series, which she was in yeah. that, um, which I loved her in that. I thought that was great. But I never, I wasn't like a big fan or anything. Anyway, but my point was that she was the only character I had any interest in in the first place when I, for Suicide Squad. So I thought it was good that she was getting a spinoff movie because I thought that made sense. Because, like I said, that's the good part. But then, I think the problem with that was that Suicide Squad was so bad and everybody hated it, sort of. I mean, there were people that liked it, I guess. But uh, (laughs) I don't think I met anybody that liked it. And (laughs) I certainly don't know what it was about. So, 
I really don't. Like, I'm trying to think of what it happened in that movie, and I couldn't tell it, you They were uh, prisoners. They were, like, convicted convicts, and uh, they make a deal because they were all superheroes to go and resolve a thing. But uh, it was essentially they of... were, like, a Suicide Squad team. Like, they could also likely die. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And everyone them, had their own backstory, like... Uh, I don't oh, even know God. who's in it. That's like, my thing. I like don't bullseye or Hawkeye or something, and uh, like whatever. There's the crocodile dude, um, oh, and yeah. Harley Quinn. Everyone had a backstory, and then they. This is what I really didn't like about Suicide Squad is that when they got to Harley Quinn, who was a fantastic like character in general, just like mm-hmm. personality and like fighting style and things like that, they really were just like she's the Joker's girlfriend, so that's why she's here. It had nothing to do with, like, how she's actually a very intelligent person mm-hmm. or, you know, like, she, like, maneuvers out of things, like, through sheer clever and maybe even dumb luck. They could have just, like, they could have said anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, hey, she also knows how to fight. Like, she has experience in uh, getting herself out of sticky situations. But no, it was like, oh, no, that's the Joker's girlfriend. So she's just part of the team. <laughs> like, the it's... Joker plays no benefit to her in this. In this group, yeah. funded by like Gotham City, it, it like it, it kind of. I was like, well, that's gross. Yeah, like, she I, is a person. I didn't. Yeah, no, I didn't like it. Um, but I think that that is, if you, mm, to be. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to say this, because what happened with Birds of Prey is that it came out. It did not perform the way they wanted it to at all but they also like had high expectations for it like their expectations i think were probably ridiculous if that makes sense they put it on a lot of screens and it didn't do very well and then but basically what they did was they blamed that on it being a film directed by a woman and like no, no joke it's because suicide squad sucks and this looks like a sequel <laughs> and i was like wait a minute wait a minute because the director had to defend herself like oh wait a minute no 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 i was upset that it didn't perform well either but it's not a bad movie <laughs> like i didn't do a bad job making it and all i could think was that this film was so well executed and so well done that it did not need reshoots for any of it. It didn't need to have anything recut or redone or anything like that. It was a very well done film. Start to finish. And they didn't need to do any weird shit to it. And also, yeah. uh, Margot was one of the executive producers of this film, too. So she was... I- I'm sorry, but it was just a brilliant team of women that came in and made this fantastic fucking movie. It was so good. And I think that I was what it was. It was action packed from was. beginning to end, and it wasn't the quick like camera like shaking and pulling or anything like that. It no, was no, no, well. No. I guess Margot Margot Robbie said that she wanted it to be like the action scenes to be like a Jackie Chan movie, mm-hmm. and yeah. it definitely came off that way. Like there were some parts that were very silly and other parts that were very impressive. It was. I just and I I was shocked. I was shocked nobody was talking about it. I was like there's more action 
in this movie than like a Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. Why are those so popular? Yeah. No joke. I I was it was literally not what I expected at all. I don't need but the other thing was I didn't know what to expect because I didn't know I didn't know. I had no idea. Yeah, it was also exactly what I didn't expect yeah. as well. And I knew that like Harley Quinn is like the character is to DC what Deadpool is to Marvel. Like she's the character that breaks the fourth wall. That's a little bit cheeky, you know? And so they could have created because Suicide Squad tried, right? They tried to like get like to the Deadpool like side of things. They they tried to be funny because Deadpool was funny. And like that trailer was like raving and they were like, "Uh uh-oh. And so they like, they had to reshoot their stuff and cut and put out new trailers that were, that were a bit more comedic and then like the movie played out and it wasn't what you saw in the trailer. No. Uh, but it also just wasn't, wasn't good. Whereas this didn't feel like it was competing with Deadpool, but I, but you can see how they would relate, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like she's telling the story from her point of view. She's kind of silly, but also kind of witty. And like, and um, like just wants to have fun. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like you can see in, especially in Margot Robbie's performance that Harley Quinn just wants to have fun. And when she becomes more like, I guess like, <laughs> I want to say lucid, like when she's like more of like a quote unquote regular person is like, she's like upset about it. <laughs> like, yeah. like you made me stop having fun. You know, and then that she gets more serious, like when she's like, you know, like seriously fighting or she pulled it in when she needed to pull it in. Yeah. But she did also. Which I thought was great. Yeah. And I I thought there was like a great balance of that. There really was. Like, 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 oh, yeah, she's not a dummy. They just (laughs) it was just so well done. I can't say that enough. I'm going to say that (laughs) a lot. But it was just everything they did with it worked beautifully. And even the actors that they chose for all the parts. They were so well chosen. The only thing that made me kind of upset was that I read that Janelle Monet was going to be in it as, um, oh shit, what's her name? Um, the girl what? that the sang with the, the voice. What? The girl with the voice. Oh, Black Canary? Thank you. She was going to play her, and I was like, oh man, that would have been cool. But, <laughs> but I love the woman that they chose for that character, so totally okay with it i do i do too and she i really like black canary she's uh, the woman sings um she was just i just watched something else with her and she sang in that too and i was like this girl's talented um (laughs) what the hell was i watching maybe it was um uh uh something county country country something Oh my god, I can't. Country? This is what no happened. Country for old men. No. <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> you know, that that famous singing <clears throat> scene? No, it's very new. It just HBO Max or HBO or both, whatever, I don't know. Oh god. Um whatever, who cares? She's in a thing and she sings and she's great. Um just uh, the only well, there was a couple of things. Um, one of the girls didn't get a very big part, and I was kind of sad. It's about Lovecraft it. Country, by the way. Yes, thank you, Lovecraft Country. Do you know how long it took us to figure out what it was called so we could look it up? On 
me and Jason, but we both didn't want to admit that we didn't know what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just sitting there like it's something country. Something. <laughs> anyway, um. Oh shit! What was I gonna say? Oh, there was somebody in there that didn't have a very big part, and I thought it would have been nice if she had a bigger one. Unless they do a sequel, and she's in that one more. Um, but even just I don't know. All the casting was fantastic, but the thing that I thought was fan- like super exciting about this was the fighting. The fighting yeah. was so good. They're like this is way better than. I don't know anything. I <laughs> like I I don't think I've ever been so interested in watching fight sequences if that makes sense. Like they weren't Yeah, well they were fun. They were they, they were, were so much and fun. You were something you could follow. Yes. It wasn't like the even the fight scene in the carnival. Yes. The funhouse? The funhouse. Like I, that scene yeah. was so big and so busy. But like I rewatched, I I first saw it in theaters, and so the second time I watched it was last night, mm-hmm. I think. And I well, watching it last night, I was watching the background because it was very busy. There was a lot of stuff I didn't notice the first go through, and while, while watching the background, I could see other parts, like other sections that they would then cut to, and I thought that that was so very well done. It could have been anything. There was one thing that I wanted to see more of, which was probably like cut for time, was Harley Quinn. I saw in the background, like on a tightrope, like bouncing up and down. Yes. Um, Yes, 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 I remember I want, that. I wanted more of that. I was like, uh-oh. I will, we'll, we'll, well, it was just, e- even the way that, because, I mean, all of it, like, even in the police station, when she comes into that, and she starts, mm-hmm. and she, what she didn't kill anybody in that, as far as I remember. I don't think she killed anybody. No, but the film is also wildly violent. Oh, yes, it's <laughs> like, very violent. Like, it's um, so bright and chipper, but, like, it's also, but like, she, gory. <laughs> when she comes into the police station and does that whole sequence, which was beautiful. It was so well done. With the smoke, different color smoke mm-hmm. things that she set off, and the glitter bombs, and the, I mean, it was just absolutely fantastic. Like, that is exactly what I would want if I was going to go into something and start fighting. Like, that's what I want it to look like. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, please, and thank you. But she also physically was capable. It's not like she was just doing things with weapons. She could also fight physically and overpower these men that were coming at her, which I thought was brilliant. Um, there was something I really, really liked about that. And the fight scene that comes after that, but still in the prison. Or, where, where, yes, well, oh, the, I guess with the, with the water. The something, yeah. So something I, when I first watched the movie, I could tell that it was directed by a woman for several several tiny little details right Mm -hmm. and like one for first off nobody was wearing like a vacuum sealed costume oh yeah you know all the women were dressed like women i would see in the streets yeah you know like (laughs) depending on the streets but like like it was like it all seemed very practical like regular clothing that wasn't i don't know like some of it was loose and 
whatever. It was, like, fine. It was, like, totally normal outfits. There wasn't, like, I couldn't see, like, the outline of, like, butts and vaginas. Exactly. In it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, or tits but, all out and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which is always and, like impractical. The most we got was with the cop when she was wearing Harley Quinn's old costume. Like, her... Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Her corset. That oh was yeah, bulletproof. Yeah. Bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but the the fight scenes, like Quinn is is a strong person, and she's like you know agile. She can fight, uh, but she mostly it shows her a lot getting overpowered by men and then getting out of it. Yeah, you know, like there's like a lot of like men like grabbing her and then her having to like do something clever like like putting like the the gun she has in between like the hands and like twisting like oh, that break, was a baseball break bat, a grasp wasn't it? And, i thought that was a baseball oh, yeah bat. i'm sorry yeah it was a baseball bat which yeah, i like, loved doing, love doing love, something love. else to maneuver out yes because you know because even actually... though they are like stronger than her you know they aren't really matched for yes her. no well i think that was exciting about the fight sequences was it yeah. Yes, they physically were maybe more capable. Like I don't know how to explain. Not they capable. Were, they were more they brute. Were they were more brute. brutish. Yeah, they were yeah. bigger. But but it didn't matter because she was able to get out of their grasp, like mm-hmm. logically or whatever. Like she thought better yeah, than they just did. like all the defense classes teach us. Exactly. <laughs> but the remember to I, see. <laughs> I was gonna bring up the baseball bat thing because that I loved when she did that when she twisted it and got out mm-hmm. of the grip. Um, but I also loved when she picked up the baseball bat because it was like she finally had something in her hands that she could play with. Like she was so excited to use it. Yeah. And I was like, oh this is And awesome. it's a lot more fun than the chainsaw that was sitting yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um just all of that. But I but the detail in the fights was spectacular because it was like you said earlier it was it was so much there was so much going on especially when they were all fighting in the fun house there was so much going on but but it was so well organized visually by this yeah, be- like brilliant director machine. that it didn't I don't know how to explain it. You could follow all of what was happening. Like it wasn't chaos. Like you see in all these other things that you watch, like where I have no idea what's going on. You can tell that the director was pulling us from like place to place. Yes. Like, like we're following Huntress. Huntress is going to bring us to like Cassandra Kane. Cassandra Kane is going to bring us back to, um, and, oh goodness, detective. They were all protecting the girl. And that was, I mean, it was just, oh my God, it was so good. Especially when they all kind of eventually merged into the big round thing with the hands. And you get, and, but they all kept protecting the girl. And I thought it was so brilliant how they did that. But then you all, you get them all in the same spot, basically, so that they can do their all together. Just brilliant. But I think, but the detail is the thing that was most exciting because there was a lot of this where they slowed it down. It wasn't like, um, you know what I mean? Like almost like John Woo, but not quite as slow. <laughs> like good God almighty, John Woo, could you please speed it up? Cause I don't need to sit here and watch four hours of slow motion, anything, especially when it's Tom Cruise. Ew. No, thank you. But <laughs> he really did overdo it with that, but whatever. Um, but I think 
that was the most exciting part to me was that it was so like uh, how do you explain that choreographed but not in a it didn't i don't know how to explain that like if you watch something like, like are you trying to talk about the flow of it yes like it was well, the flow of it but, it but also together. the flow of it for sure but uh, i don't know i don't know how to explain that like first of all just blowing my brain trying to think of who was able to <laughs> put all this together like i i mean i don't know how, it, if you see something like the matrix or or going back to like a clockwork orange where it's so choreographed like you can tell that oh, like it was Highlander? like oh god ugh. like like where you're yes yes yeah where you're seeing like where things it's, it's, it's very robotic yes it's like it's like oh i have to kick my leg this way and get mm -hmm. this going yeah, and, and you see the other thing. person waiting for the kick yeah like uh, this yeah. did not do that and i thought that was the best part about it was that it wasn't like it, it, it felt it, more natural it felt natural it was sporadic it wasn't it, it did not feel rehearsed at all and i think that was the most exciting part about watching the action in this film was that it, it just felt like everything was a surprise when you were seeing it like she was coming up with how to get out of these things like right then like it wasn't like it was rehearsed yeah you shared and, the moment with her yeah and i think i don't like i'm i'm not joking i don't think i've ever seen an uh, a film with action in it that was this good i think um i think the the director of john wick helped with the fight scenes like i, I think he had oh, see, I choreographing seen the fight scenes and i really want to see the, those <laughs> but yeah john wick a lot of people are like eh i mean the plot's okay <laughs> but watch it for the action yeah i i'm i did that's exactly why i wanted, <laughs> I wanted to see those um especially the third one the third one looks beautiful i mean i haven't yeah but i didn't want to watch a third one because i hadn't seen the other ones but i was like yeah i'm told that beautiful. it doesn't matter oh well then i should just <laughs> fucking watch it uh yeah because <laughs> it looks visually like whenever i see a trailer for it i'm like oh my god i want to see that but i yeah i just never do because i thought i had to see all of them but um yeah i for what i mean all around the board this woman should make more films, first of all. <laughs> like, I looked her yeah, up almost immediately, because I was like, what else has she done? I have to see it. And it's like, she's only done one other film, and I'm like, god damn it! <laughs> make more films! Um, and just following all these women, and like, what what are they going to do next? Like, can, they, can there be a sequel to this? Like, please? <laughs> I mean, it's far-fetched because of the the poor performance of it, but yeah, I, after watching this movie, well, all right, so I, I read comic books. I love comics. Like, I, my first big thing was X-Men, which is Marvel, and I, I loved, like, the superhero things, and I love, like, gritty, like, gross stuff as well, but it's, I never cared for DC, and Batman, in particular, always got... I don't know. It's, it's, he's been rehashed more than Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. And like, and it's, 
and don't get me wrong i do like the tim burton movies i do i do like um like the campy ones i like uh uh adam west's batman like those are fun but as it as gotham like grows into like a grittier um film scene it at some point like i'm tired of hearing like the epilogue of the of the villain and just like little little tropes like that and so DC um, never really captured me. And there's really not, like, a place for me in DC. There's, it's no. yeah. just, it's, it's just a, a sausage fest. It's just a bunch of, like, burly dudes just, like, punching each other. Just, like, yeah, that's all it is. And, like, I'm sure there's, like, depth and things. Like, I know, like, Kevin Smith absolutely loves batman he's got like a whole podcast talking about him for like years and i'm like where do you get the content um and i like i know people who like absolutely love him but it just never got to me because like i don't see any part of batman reflecting back to me you know yeah. what i mean it's like not it for me and this movie i was like oh i would check out i would check out birds of prey i would like look for the that comic series like i'm more interested in harley quinn now that she's like an independent <laughs> human yeah and like not just a sidekick not just a servant um and like even like black canary i want i want to know more about black canary yeah and um and i do know that like i know from like friends in the past like telling me stories about like different like batman video games and such huge fans of batman have told me about like barbara gordon who i know was like one of the founding members of um, oh sorry birds of prey who wasn't in the film yeah uh, they cut her out for because she was gonna have or she has a different like dc movie right yeah I think she yeah. either has her own movie or show or something. I don't know. Something. She Yeah, which is like that like the success of uh the Marvel movies is them playing into that that connection. Yeah. You know, like that's like what started it all was connecting those pieces and keeping the same actors and c- building a full universe, you know. Which DC Even has not been like, successful at that yeah. at all well i think that they're like all right scrap it let's try again <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like the hulk movies until like iron man came out and then they were like all right so we're just gonna stick with this <laughs> we're sticking with this one yeah yeah uh, but yeah and so this this made me want to like read dc i was like oh okay there might be stuff for me you know there could be and i also dug i i, I know i liked in the beginning that they mentioned her past lovers outside of the Joker. One, we never saw Joker's face. Loved that. Yeah. Absolutely oh, loved thank that. We did not goodness. see Jared Leto one bit. We did not need to see the Joker to know that he existed, to know that he impacted this world. Mm-hmm. He was not part, like, of this. Like, his essence was, for sure, but the, he, there was no need for him to be there. Loved it. But I also loved yeah. that they showed... Her, her backstory of like, because she, it's, it's her movie about her being an independent woman, but it also showed her and Poison Ivy, who, who she had a relationship with for a bit. And I was like, oh, dip. Have there been like queer superheroes has like, or that they've like announced? Like, don't get me wrong. Like Bobby Frost from X-Men is like a gay man, but they don't talk about it in the X-Men movie. You know, he yeah. dates Rogue. Well, but like, you know, just like. 
like little things like that. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, that was small, but I'd still like that they didn't shy away from it. I, I do know that the director said she would definitely be interested in doing another film if it focused on um, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy's relationship. Like, that's yeah, what she I, that's wants. That's something I would like to see. Which I, I thought... I know all of Harley Quinn's relationships are super toxic. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But she... <laughs> but I think that, that would be spectacular to see. Because, I, I mean... Poison Ivy hasn't... The only thing she ever really got was in the horrible Joel With Schumacher thing. Yeah. Which, I mean, it was <laughs> She Uma was Thurman. outwitted by rubber lips. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, it was a waste of Emma Thompson... Or not Emma Thompson. <laughs> Emma Thompson. That would have been awesome. Uh, no, Emma Uma Thurman. Stone. <laughs> Uma Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to name a bunch of ladies. Um... Any one of them could have done that. <laughs> it was. Ooh, it really I think was. Emma Stone would be a fun poison ivy. <gasps> oh, she would. Mm-hmm. But then I would be so confused. <laughs> <laughs> which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> She's obviously the one with plants around her face. Oh, John. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You know, I don't think... I, she has rotten tattooed on her yeah. jawline as well. <laughs> <laughs> they um, they really haven't... I think this was the first time that... Because, like, with the, when the, the Marvel films, they really did... They did that well. I don't know how to speak today. They, um... Like the humanization of the characters and giving you three-dimensional uh, humans to connect with was important for those. And I think this was this was the first one of all the DC ones where I was like, oh, yeah, I can get behind this. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, dude, same. Because none of them have really felt that way until this one. Even, I mean... Even the Batmans, which, I mean, the Christopher Nolan ones were, I think, a little more um, down to earth. They were they were fuller with like backstory. Yeah, for sure. like they were for, more for all the characters. They weren't in a in a weird place like Tim Burton's were. You know, they were in a Gotham that's fictional, but mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan kind of brought them into a Gotham that could be real, like a real city. So yes. it felt more like you're bringing them down to earth kind of thing. Um, but they didn't, none of the other ones did that. Like they kept going off on their tangents almost, you know what I mean? Like they were just <laughs> yeah. too, they're, they're all over the place. I mean, even this Aquaman one, and stuff. Uh, I mean, I haven't watched it. I have no interest, but <laughs> I haven't heard Aquaman good was silly and full of, bad wigs <laughs> that's all i ever hear about it was how bad the wigs were <laughs> that's all it was it was just very bad wigs it was just a bunch of talking wigs which is so funny because nicole kidman is known for her good wigs and then she shows up in this movie with a bad wig i was like she must, girl. You know, she must not have 
been allowed her wig person. Can you imagine? They're like, no, no, this is big budget. That should be in her contract. No, I'm sorry. I'm bringing my own wig lady. Or man. Whatever. I don't know. But I also don't think it's easy to find good wigs for, like, swimming. For swimming. You know, like, they're, they're doing a lot of water scenes. True. I don't know. I mean, from what I saw, I, like I said, I didn't watch it. I, I really don't have any interest in it. But it didn't... Even, I don't know. Not, like I said, not... Well, the Wonder Woman was pretty good. I didn't see Wonder Woman. That was pretty good. Now I, now I think I should. Yeah. I did like that one. Um, but I don't, I don't feel like it connected to the other ones like it should have. I don't think I mean, so, anyway. I can't remember. I have to go back and watch it. Um, and I'm very excited I mean, about the next fine. one. that's fine. Like, the... I... Like, what... I've seen... I've probably seen all the other ones and just not seen Wonder Woman. Like, I saw... Well, what was it? Batman versus Superman. Or whichever one. Yeah. I didn't see that. Where they had to team up together and they bonded over, like, their mothers being... Having the same name. Uh, like and when I was watching that movie all I cared about was Wonder Woman I was like she's the only one like doing anything can we like wrap this up yeah you know I will go back why isn't she leading the group I will go back to because I didn't see that one but I did I did see the Wonder Woman standalone and I did like it but I, I do think that that was one of the ones where the action sequences did not feel grounded in the film. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, to me, when I'm thinking back on that movie, I remember specifically the action sequences, and then I remember the other stuff. <laughs> like, And they don't... They didn't connect well. Like, I think with this oh, one... it was like dialogue, 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 action, dialogue... Like, yeah. it was just, oh, like, Oh, and insert. a sex scene. I think there was a sex scene, and I was like, I'm, I don't... Oh, unnecessary sex scenes I don't scenes care. Are I don't want that. Like, why, why, are you, why are we doing this? We don't need it. Do we need mm-hmm. that? No. You just wanted no. to put her in a sex scene because she's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Which is rude. to sexualize Wonder Woman. Damn I don't it. see them doing that to Captain... Well, no, they did talk about his butt. America's ass. Yeah, but that was... That was good, because that was true. (laughs) (laughs) We were all thinking it. We were all thinking that. (laughs) I certainly was. Good Lord, Chris Evans. Well, (laughs) maybe not after he bulked up too much, because I thought he looked stupid in the, what was the... Everything after the first Avengers movie. you preferring him before he gets his enhancement. (laughs) Not quite that far back. But yes, he was cute back then. But (laughs) no, I liked him, I think, up until the the first Avenger movie. And then after that, he he just, he put on too much muscle. And it was like, ooh, no, it looks stupid. Um, Just looked too much. And I also thought it was not very logical. Because... If you are somehow altered genetically or whatever, whatever happened, whatever happened to him, I can't remember. <laughs> some, some kind of mistake. Um, are you able to gain no, more muscle? No, it was intentional. He, he was an experiment, but it was intentional. They wanted well, him to yeah, be that's like true, a that's super. True. They wanted him uh, to be that way. But my thing was: grunt, was would he be able to gain more muscle? 
Do you know what I mean? Like, especially after all those years, like, wouldn't you have already well, done that? Maybe. I mean, it's still like he's still like an organic body, uh, but maybe he just like that's his baseline is what we saw in the Avengers. <laughs> I don't know what. I just I thought he got too muscly, and then I was over it. But <laughs> I want him on the off season, please. Thank you. <laughs> when he's not bulking up for another movie. Uh, <laughs> It's like Madonna, like you want her during the tour, not not in between the tours. <laughs> it's a very uh, she she does this thing where she like goes crazy and does this a massive amount of workout to where she looks odd, like she's too thin and she's too bony and I don't know how to explain it. But then when she goes on tour, she finally allows herself to like indulge in like drinking and eating regular food and stuff because she's you know dancing every night and then she starts yeah she's like got an active lifestyle yeah so then she looks which i imagine being on tour is like more than active oh god (laughs) not just like a regular active lifestyle like like i made it sound every time she does that i'm like girl oh my god i i mean i can barely get well maybe maybe she just naturally doesn't keep a lot of weight on (laughs) maybe she just has like a super high metabolism yeah well no that's what i'm saying she she but she does it on purpose so that she can go out and have fun during the tour and eat in all the different cities and drink and that doesn't seem like a good balance partay but she always looks healthier when she's on the tour because since she's eating (laughs) yeah if that makes sense like I don't know why she does that. I, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem. Um, I mean, she's I mean, been doing know. it. For, I'm not a nutritionist, but for <laughs> I would think that years, consistency's better for so, your body. Seriously, I mean, I feel like she's gotten her rhythm. <laughs> she she knows what she's yeah. doing. She's done it way more than I ever have. <clears throat> That's for sure. Like I said, yeah. I could I can barely get to the refrigerator without like getting winded I'm like ugh. ugh madonna's sitting there doing these tours she's like 85 years old <clears throat> that's an exaggeration yeah, she's, she's not 85 no 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 she's 85 no. 85 you had her first <laughs> she yeah. just had her so birthday uh the 16th so now she's 60 60 something i can't remember also my parents anniversary happy anniversary oh look at look at all of us go yeah uh so gotham big city well, like a caricature type situation in the comics and super gritty in the Nolan movies. Mm-hmm. I thought this movie did well at blending both. Yes. Where it did have like the big hands and big things like that. But even like in like in the comics, you always see like Harley Quinn with the massive like hammer. But in this one, it was like a reasonable size that she could fight with. Yeah. You know, not something she'd be like dragging behind her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, like, I thought that, like, it still looked like New York City, but it still had some comic aspects to it, but it wasn't I thought so it was far out of proportion. It just looked like a parallel yeah. world. I thought it was a very good, like I said, it's bringing you f- closer to Earth kind of thing. Like, it, yeah. it really did feel like a city that would be organically alive because it did have like the different, it felt like it had like, um, 
how do you explain that? Different boroughs of the city where, you know, yeah, it's it very felt like distinctive. it had life to it. Yes. Like, this is yeah. the part of the city where you're probably going to get pit pocketed or whatever. This is the part of the city where <laughs> this is going to happen. Like, or any, <laughs> any part where Cassandra Kane is. Well, that's true. She, she was very good at it. <laughs> her hand was always in somebody else's pocket. It really was. That was very good. Also, I thought that that was well done. Like, the girl was well trained. Yeah. She, like, it was, it was very obvious that she had... Like a magician or a sleight of hand artist, like teach her how to like be quick. Mm -hmm. I the like uh, going back to the casting of it, like they cast her perfectly, and I also loved that it was a young girl. Like I I liked that it wasn't like a teenager or a or well, I think Cassandra Cain is supposed to be like in the comics, she's Batgirl or Batwoman, one of those. Uh, and so this character was like wildly different from what the comic books portrayed from my understanding. Again, I didn't read DC. I just looked it up and yeah, but I did, uh, but her being young and kind of like a pickpocket also on her own, like there was no mention of like a family that she needed to return to or anything, you know? And so. The, it was just like her bouncing around, just like picking pockets and asking Harley Quinn how to how to make it in the big time because like her 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 pickpocketing is just like a small time gig. Like she feeds herself, sure, yeah, but you know, all clearly gets caught enough <laughs> to uh, be on a first name basis with the the police officer. Oh, oh goodness, I'm gonna look up her name. I can't. I keep forgetting it. Are you talking Renee about Montoya? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just yeah. <laughs> All I, it just yeah. I loved yeah. it. I also we didn't talk about uh, Mary Elizabeth Wein Weinstead, Weinstead. Did we? Who is Huntress? That? Oh, Huntress. The okay, cro- the crossbow killer. The cro- I loved that they kept doing that. <laughs> I do too. I loved her awkward like arc. Oh, it was so also, good. Also, we had so many arcs for all these different characters, and I don't think that it was too much. I don't think that there were too many voices or too many cooks in the no, kitchen. No. It, it, like, all worked out because they were all interesting in their own way. The least interesting for me was Renee Montoya, but she also just got progressively, well, progressively more interesting. Yes, yes. You know, like, like in the beginning, I was like, ugh, another cop thing. In but fact, also in the beginning of the movie, I was like, uh, is this movie gonna be about the Joker? <laughs> like, like her breakup <coughs> with the Joker? No, like, I was like, please. And but then it became like more of a independent, the emancipation. Yeah. Of Harley Quinn, uh, but yeah, everything just like grew better than I expected. Like I all think, the character lines. I think it was very smart of them to cast um, Rosie in that part because. Because you get the, I mean, obviously we were coming into this for Margot. Like, we know that she's going to yeah. be in it. We know that that's her. <clears throat> and then the other people that you got in there were recognizable enough for you to, but they were also kind of obscure 
Does that make mm-hmm. sense? So you, you're getting people that you kind of know, but not really know as actresses in those parts. And then to have Rosie come in and do that part so well, but also because like you said, she did have a very good arc to her character that if it hadn't been somebody like her, I think it would have been unnoticed that there was an arc. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because if you had gotten a new person of some sort that you didn't know who it was, it would have been like, almost like you didn't see her until the part where she came in and started kicking ass with everybody. Does that make sense? Like, it was smart of them to cast somebody that we definitely knew in that part. Because it made it more obvious that that was there. Also, quick note that I brought up... um, Harley Quinn being like a queer superhero. Well, super. Uh, But by the end of this movie, um, Montoya is becomes her own superhero. And she is definitely a lesbian. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. I, I, I loved it. I, there's, I mean, I'm, I can't say that enough. (laughs) I really fucking loved it. And, and like again, there are so many movies that we've even like talked about on this podcast, like uh, I don't know, one uh, Cloud Atlas that has so many stories. Oh lines. yeah, so, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like cut apart, and like each person has value. But even like there's like big storylines for each each character. Even the uh, Black Canary, whose mother, uh, she's like her mother, mm-hmm. you know, and we. Even though we we never meet her mother, we get the sense that her mother was also like a very important singer and and like a vigilante in her own right, you know. And like she's either living up to the expect, trying to live up to an expectation, or worried about surpassing it. Yeah, I don't know her her mother's backstory, but that's what I gathered from from this. And I then think- her coming at the end and like using her her voice as a weapon to oh um, yeah that was fantastic right it wasn't like out of left field but it also wasn't something that was super like heavy like they didn't spoon feed it to us no and i think that was i think that might be part of the appeal of it or the the it's like making us feel uh not dumbing it down to the point where mm-hmm. we feel like, uh, am I stupid? Like, d- did you have to do that? Like, a lot of these movies do that. Where they, yeah. they definitely dumb it down for you or for the whole audience. So that I think keeping it at a smart level made it as good as it was. Or or helped yes. it with that, the whole thing. But and yeah, I, but they, I think the, the, the way that they wrote this film... Like you said, like, I mean, just having all these different characters, it can get muddy when you have way too many characters in a movie. Like mm-hmm. we've, we talked about that before, even, even in the, the last Avengers movie where I told you, like, I mean, I didn't know what the fuck was going on half that movie because there was too many people in it. I was like, I don't know anything that's going on. I just feel like everybody's hitting somebody. I feel like the good guys are probably hitting good guys. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like, it's just too many. This one, it had just the right amount, but 
It, but it also could have been too many. Because even like when you look at the old Batman movies, like Tim Burton, Tim Burton did, you know, he had basically one villain for the first movie. He had two for the second movie. And mm-hmm. even that was pushing it. If you, if you think, like it worked because he made it work. And the Penguin and, and Catwoman worked very well together. But then when you started to get, you know, like you had to put more villains in there. Well, like for, yeah, they kept doing like, like dialogue. They were using too much. I don't know exposition. It, it just like to to give us the backstories for those people. Whereas this movie, like Huntress, we got her. We got her through conversation. Black Canary, we got her. Like even, even while we're with Black Mask and seeing Black Mask's story, like the villain, Black Canary is here with him, but you can tell that she has the heart of a do-gooder. Like yes. she, she's, she's not supposed to be here and it's becoming more and more difficult for her to be quiet. You know, uh, like yeah. we see her, at the um and this is another moment where i was like directed by a woman uh when we're at the club and the black mask is in something happens and he hears a woman laughing and his sidekick whose name i forget the guy from the mindy project yes uh, (laughs) do you know like midway through the movie i was like i know this guy from something what the fuck was and i finally looked him up i was like oh the mindy project (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i loved him uh, it, he, i hated him but i loved him yeah i thought but he did a great the, job yeah this. he was like pushing him he was like no yeah she's definitely laughing at you because he's sadistic he like wants to oh, see yeah, he violence wants to see it yeah yeah and so we uh, also Hugh mcgregor like makes the woman <laughs> stand up on the table and dance and it's super uncomfortable and then he like tries to like he makes the the guy like take off her dress but her getting on like him demanding her to get on the table and start dancing was already uncomfortable. Yes. It was it was already a trigger of something uh that could lead to something worse. You know what Do I you mean? Know, like the, and I, I have a feeling if this had been directed by a man. They just would have gone all the way. They would have gone all the way. The dress would have come off real quick. And yes. I think the fact that it didn't, because it never came off. She never took no, her dress No, it was off. just ripped. Yeah, he like he was trying to rip the back of it or something. <laughs> but yeah, I also feel he, like well, that he, man like was... he gave him a knife and told him to cut it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, so yeah, yeah. like and he was just like uh, the guy was like I'm so sorry <laughs> because he's like I don't You know, know he's like also this. in a pickle. <laughs> I feel like that and, guy was a gay man uh, and, and had Canary no idea what to do. Black Canary was in the background <laughs> crying for the woman. Like yeah. like the Black Canary was just you could see that it was like that woman is me. You know, Mm -hmm. like at any point in time, I could be her and and everyone is like watching this very embarrassing situation that like, what, what do you do about it? Who, who, who stands up to this guy? Yeah. You know, and And, another interesting aspect to this particular film was that there was technically only one bad guy. We didn't have multiple evil villains. I mean, where there were a few bo- popping up for like bounties because well, she was no longer with the Joker. Yes, but, but it was if it had one villain. It focus. focused on one villain, and 
you, we didn't even talk about the fact that you you and McGregor, I mean, he was fantastic in this part. It was very. He I don't he pulled it off really well because it was one of those times where. The villain was talking a lot. Like, I mean, he was just spouting off all kinds of stuff left and right and left and right. He loved to hear himself talk kind of thing. And he pulled it off very well. Like, I mean, he was awful. But he was also a very likable villain in that. Yeah, he was kind of cheeky, too. He was kind of funny sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's like talking about his shrunken heads. And he's like, now they're just like decoration of my home. Gross, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's that the whole sequence in the like him showing her around that room. It was so good. And like the statue of him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Done by a very well-known Gotham artist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's like, uh, Okay. Ooh, also the scene where um, Harley Quinn is drunk outside and Black Canary walks by her mm-hmm. and the guy's like, oh, we're fine here. Like, but he, but she's clearly too drunk to consent to whatever's happening. Oh, yes. You know, mm-hmm. and that is a situation that is very problematic. And I think um, I think m- more what we've seen in the past when it's uh, done by a male director, not saying it's impossible for a male director to do this but in the past like they it just it, they just take it all the way yes and to her being potentially like raped or whatever but the problem isn't the rape the problem is also here in this moment mm-hmm. you know it doesn't it doesn't it it treats this moment the same this this film treats the moment the same. Like we don't need to see him sexually assaulting her. No, he's already like taking advantage of her. Exactly. Like like holding her against the wall and like like you know kissing at her or whatever. And Black Canary like walks by, and you know she's in a she's in a situation where she should probably lay low and not get in any trouble. But like, what type of person would she be? When she sees that there's definitely a clear problem. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. like whether or not like Harley did consent, there's no way in this moment she could. Yes. You know, and so like she like fights and, and like, you know, defends her um, after like, you know, taking a beat to be like, oh, fuck, I got to get involved. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like and that's how we see Black Canary. You know, that's how we like see her arc development. It's so very subtle, but it's like very present all over yes that you know she she just wants justice for all yeah yeah i really dig it absolutely i just yeah there's nothing bad to say about this (laughs) (laughs) i will say i thought i like in the beginning i thought that it was going to be trash (laughs) like i was like oh great we're going to talk about the joke for the whole time um we didn't and then thank uh, goodness when when um the first when we first meet Harley when she goes into um uh when she like break with the smoke bomb she breaks into the the police department and she's looking for Cassandra Kane and then it like stops and it's like oh I didn't tell you about Cassandra Kane and then it goes back to oh what yes that connection was uh at first I wasn't down with that. Like I was like, this is too much of of like a flip flop. And she like does it again later, but it also is more, it's like shorter or maybe it feels shorter for me because now 
I am in the groove of it. At first, I was like, this is too much. But then I was like, no, nah, never mind. I forgive it. Like, we're cool. You Let's know, do this. Let's keep doing this. Because, it's, because I, it's Harley Quinn telling a story and forgetting, like, gaps. Yes. Like, you know, she's like, oh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I forgot to tell you this part. That's, like, super important. I actually kind of, I think I was on the same page with you on that. Like, when it first started, the flashback thing, like, oh, I have to tell you this. I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh like, god, I don't want to go back and rewatch all this, this stuff again. But <laughs> it was worth it because it wasn't like it was frivolous. It wasn't like it right. was a flashback to something that we could care less about, which could happen in a lot of these kind of things, where it's like, oh god, I really don't give a shit. It was like it was just the right moment to do it, and it was just the right amount of backstory to tell, and then. In retrospect, that was one of the things I loved about the movie, was that it did that. Because I love, I love um, bizarre storytelling. I mean, that's not necessarily bizarre, but it wasn't, it kept you on your toes kind of thing. It, was, it wasn't maybe necessarily new, but it wasn't, it didn't feel old. Does that make sense? Yeah, it didn't feel trite. It, it wasn't. It wasn't exhausted. Yes, no. It could have been, but it wasn't. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of that, just on a side note, I, I would say um, the last time that I was super thrilled about weird story telling in cinema. <laughs> I don't know how to explain this, was Atonement, which all in all, like in retrospect, like looking back on that movie, I wouldn't necessarily, like, I don't know if we'd ever pick it for one of our choices because I don't know if it's <laughs> that interesting <laughs> enough to go back and watch it over and over. Um, but there was something in there, and I, I can't remember exactly, this is the problem is that I would have to go back and watch it in order to tell you exactly what was thrilling about it because it was the way that they structured the story in that particular movie and i can't remember what they did but they did this weird thing that you could only do in cinema i'm really gonna have to go back and watch it now because i would really like to be able to explain it better but they did something like that where it was like like I said, only in cinema could you do something like you couldn't do it in a stage play or right. do you know what I mean? Like you, you'd have to do it in cinema. And I thought that was so brilliant. I was like, why has nobody ever done that before? And you, know, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was so refreshing to see somebody do something. And like I said, that movie is kind of like, well, okay. But, <laughs> but that particular part of it was so exciting to me that I was like, people need to do this in something else please do this in something else. And I think this one came close to doing something like that, but it, it still wasn't quite the same. And it kind of brings me back to, um, if you've, well, I mean, who has, but, uh, if you've ever read the screenplay for Fellini's Casanova, he did something in that, in the screenplay that was almost exactly the same thing as the atonement thing. And like I said, it's hard to explain it exactly, but it was the kind of like visually you're getting one thing, but then the 
that maybe the narration or something was off about it to where you didn't realize that the visual wasn't going with what I don't know how to it, I don't know, whatever. With the narrative? <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't, it was out of place, but it was beautifully done to where you were surprised by it. Um, and Fellini did that in the screenplay for Casanova, but then when he did the actual film, he didn't do it. And Which is funny because I saw... Many people would find it too confusing. Maybe. <laughs> but then, <laughs> I wish that Fellini got to see Atonement, because then he would have been like, oh, I could have done it, damn it. <laughs> I could have done it, I've been revolutionary. Um but and that's the thing I like I, I saw I saw Casanova was I might have mentioned this in a previous episode but Casanova was the last Fellini film that I ended up seeing even though it was the first one I wanted to see because it's so mm-hmm. hard to get in America um, so I you know I had the soundtrack I read the screenplay I you know all this shit before I actually got to see the movie so but when I read that screenplay and I had the music in my head it was like the perfect film in my head. And then when I finally saw it, yes, I fucking loved it, but it was not quite the same as what I I read. And that happens. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That happens just with all like screenplays to film or books to whatever media, like anytime you like transfer, like from one thing to another, Oh yeah, it's you kind of lose something. You also gain other things. Oh, absolutely. And with Casanova, the things that we gained, I mean, they far out outdid that one moment in the screenplay that I was mad that wasn't in there. (laughs) (laughs) Forgave it. I forgave it. Okay, no. I mean, his costumes alone. Hello, like yes, please. Can I please wear all of those things? Uh, Can that be my wardrobe, please? (laughs) It'd be super fucking hot. I'd have to live in Alaska, but. I would wear it. Uh, anyway, so... Did you read the criticism for Birds of Prey, by the way? Uh, I remember when it first came out, people were upset about the name change for some reason. I think that's a dumb thing to be upset about. They were like, oh, it's like an origin story for like Birds of Prey, but it's not about them, or it's not a true origin. And it's like, why are you upset? Like, after this movie, I want to see a Birds of Prey movie, not another Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. I think it was like a perfectly fine transition. I don't um, think that. I mean, I kind of recall the name change. Yeah, because it was Harley Quinn. I think it was called Harley Quinn at first. Oh, was it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I did so not like, know that. Yeah, it was Harley Quinn and then Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey, and then it was Birds of Prey, um, and then in parentheses, um, and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn i mean i thought the title was fantastic yeah like the 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 final one the one that they use i i love that i think it's hysterical i agree and i think it works it also feels like like margot robbie was trying to uh, like the the whole reason this movie was made with so many like female comic book characters is because of Margot Robbie. Like, Homegirl wanted more ladies. She had said in an interview that I watched that she, there wasn't really a place Mm -hmm. for, like, women in comic books. Yeah. You know? Or women in comic book movies. And she wanted to, like, bring that to the forefront. And she, like, was a reader of, you know, like, Harley Quinn. And, like, she, I guess she loved these characters. And so she brought them to the screen. And so 
what that looked like to me, even not knowing that, what that looked like to me was an elevation of other characters. Yes. You know, an elevation of the side characters. It also kind of... It, it feels like it just works. Like, for the the style and the attitude of the film itself. Yeah. Like it, And, like, Harley Quinn's like a girl's girl. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it's kind of... It's almost like not to not to like bring no, her ahead. down or anything, but like it's almost like the graffiti of the Joker on Batman stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like it's almost yes. like Birds of Prey would be like the Batman type thing and then her adding that like oh yeah, it's about me. Like <laughs> like adding yeah. that it, it kind of worked in a weird way. Like I, not to compare it to those things, but but that's kind of what it felt like. It was like she put her stamp on something that, yeah. But it, it wasn't necessarily hers. It wasn't necessarily hers, but it's mine, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but it's also hers. But it's it not is hers, also. but it's also, yeah. it's also hers. I mean, even the way that, even the way that they ended it, I mean, all of it was just so fucking well done. Like, to to bring you full circle with the birds of prey in the diner, do you know what I mean? And then for her to run off with the girl afterwards and like, ah, yeah, well, you know, I don't want to stick around for that. Like, <laughs> like it, it yeah. was just, and that to me, that moment in the film felt like the title. Like that is exactly yes. what it felt like. I was like, well, there's yeah. the title well, it right also, there. The, the, the title also felt like Harley Quinn's narrating the story, right? Yes. She's going to tell you about Birds of Prey, but hey, it's also like my story too. Totally. Like I'm there. And <laughs> she's going to get that damn sandwich. yeah don't don't underestimate the true power of a bodega sandwich oh my god i have to say like when he was making that sandwich dude i wanted that sandwich i get it so bad i was like if they fuck up her eating the sandwich sandwich, fell i too was devastated (laughs) i know i was like no and i would have fought for that sandwich too i would have same oh gosh Mm. yeah there was also heavy criticism which i don't get for well i guess i kind of get it uh ewan mcgregor and um mindy project i can't remember his name uh those two guys oh, they I were don't, saying i don't remember his name a lot of a lot of villains in cinema ha- um have stereotypical um queer characteristics you know like they'll be like flamboyant or feminine or whatever and it's kind of like, you know, it was, it's the past, like, villainizing, like, gay people, you know? And mm-hmm. I read something where people were talking about how they thought that, that will, that's what was happening here with Ewan McGregor and his sidekick being so I, eccentric, I guess. And they thought that they were, like, gay lovers and that they were, like, villainizing, like, gay men. And not once, not once watching this did I think that there was any sort of attack against queer people because also Harley Quinn and um, Montoya. No, I I did not get that at all. I did. I thought they were both narcissists. Well, that for sure. I did kind of think that Ewan McGregor's character could have been gay. But I don't think... He, I mean, he might have been. I don't know. Did was he ever with a lady in the movie? Uh, I don't know. He, I, I can't he remember. He called people beautiful. 
Well, I can't remember. But I do that. Like, like I- <laughs> yeah, like I, he called he called one one woman attractive. I think he I think he expressed attraction to um, Black Canary, hmm. but that's about it. But he also he also likes things. So I yes. never I never had him like sexualized because I thought he just liked he liked to, to collect, collect pretty things. things. Yeah. Yeah, and, like honestly. women were pretty things. He's like but. me. He's a collector. Um. Yeah, and so that's that's all I got. That's all I got from it. And his his sidekick just really loved, really loved violence. Yeah, he did. And he really loved being like holding his ear, you know. Yeah. And peeling off faces, which, by the way, so gruesome. Yeah, that was gross. <laughs> like he just they they like they didn't like show you ripping off his face like like in face off but it showed you like the the slabs of skin afterwards yeah that was you know? it was pretty gross and also i also it. loved the fact that it kind of tied into his character brilliantly like his collection of masks he eventually mm-hmm. has a mask he is black mask or whatever his name was um i thought that was brilliant it was almost like and that's kind of why I thought maybe he could have been a gay character because you're constantly trying to be something other than who you are. Like you're constantly trying to hide it in some way. Oh, yeah, like uh like that theory for um Leatherface. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, there was <laughs> I mean, line when he had Harley Quinn tied to a chair and he's like, I'm going to cut off your face and I'm going to pickle it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that scene was good. That I, it was all, diamonds. it was all diamonds are a girl's best friend. There was a version. Oh, of that. yeah. Oh, I was excited about that, too. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes. I liked it. I wished it was longer. Well, I think they had it in the post credits, right? No, there wasn't anything in the post credits. They actually. Maybe. I, Maybe I saw it somewhere else. <laughs> I saw a. Like, I kept it on until the very, very end, and there was something there, and I meant to write it oh, down. Oh, It was yeah, she really funny. I was the, like, the oh, joke, that's good. Like a secret or something. Yes, she was going to tell you a secret about Batman, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts off right then. I was like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. So good. So fucking good. Um, I do think that... As far as I know, I read that they are going to do a a Suicide Squad sequel, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. And and she's supposed to be. <laughs> are, in are the it. birds of prey in it? Are we going to see Black Canary again? Are we going to probably see Huntress? not? Not if they have a fucking dude directing it, and they'll have to recuts because I'm, nobody I likes it. it. I don't want to see them with like a new costume design. No, oh god, and you know they would. It's like painted on their skin. God. They'll just be like Mystique or whatever. Poor woman painted all fucking day. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> yeah. Men. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Mystique, by the way, wore a white dress. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the comics. Uh, <laughs> I mean, visually, I get it. It's fun. But that's just fucking mean. That's also a lot of makeup work. Oh, God. Which I Oof. imagine, like, even Harley Quinn had, like, a decent amount of, like, makeup on like her tattoos and bruises and like her skin was like white and shiny yeah (laughs) like a like a pearl her skin was 
pearl like. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. Um Going back to Mystique, because that's bothering me now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> like, first of all, a gay man started that. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Uh, <laughs> fucking Brian Singer, jackass. But um, <laughs> but then I I will say, uh, what is Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. It felt almost. I'm. This is gonna sound terrible of me, but like. I feel like they just kind of half-assed it for hers because she just looked like shit to me in those movies. Well, I like do she think looked that like she they just looked more like paint whereas Rebecca Romain it looked like a like skin. It looked like like her flesh. Yeah. Like, like, like the Jennifer Lawrence it literally looked like they just slopped a bunch of fucking blue paint on her and said go out there and work. Like it. Well, I think <laughs> it just looked like I wonder, shit. I think Rebecca Remains was like, was it four hours or eight hours? Yeah, it took a I long it time. Like, I think it was like closer to eight hours. <laughs> like just spray her down wrong. and throw her out there. I want to say Jennifer Lawrence's was shorter, and I remember I remember being like, oh no, that was definitely less. Yeah, that was Rebecca definitely Remains. less. But work. also, technology grows, you know. Honestly, I think they could have just put her in a fucking suit and digitalized it because. It would have looked better. <laughs> put her in one of those vacuum seals. Like, just put her in a suit, vacuum seal it, never show the backside. Be like, there you go. The clips. Well, the clips hello. Like a news anchor. Even that, you could just remove it digitally. Yeah. Like, hello. I mean, look at what they do oh, with all these true. other fucking things. You can't digitally. Yeah, look at cats. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Which I'm still pissed that it's not streaming on anything. <laughs> <laughs> it will one day. I'm one so day mad. Will, like, we'll give it up. <laughs> they're gonna sell it. Don't you worry. Uh, I mean, like, come on. You got to make some money somehow. Nobody wants to see this shit. You know, nobody's out there buying that damn Blu-ray. Well, we're waiting. The Lion King came quicker cut, for Johnny. fuck's sake. <laughs> Not that anybody wanted to see it either, but whatever. <laughs> Maybe a few people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well. Uh, so anyway, so what are your final thoughts? I, it was, it was a romp. It was fun. It's a fun movie. I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it. So. I'm going to yeah. say the same. Um, I, and I, in no way am I trying to discredit a female director or a female cast or female writers at all because I, mean, I feel like it's people. I feel like it's wrong for them to have blamed the lack of success on that fact that pissed me off so much but um and honestly I didn't even know that it was directed by a woman so there you go but <laughs> I was I had no idea that I was going to enjoy it as much as I did um and I was thoroughly thoroughly I I will definitely watch this probably more than once again <laughs> especially yeah. me these days because i honestly it was one of those ones where this is very rare these days but i did want to watch it again almost immediately i was like oh i really want to see it again <laughs> which is why i picked it for this um yeah for sure loved it yeah i had i had a couple more notes i was when i was watching it i wrote down i'm like oh yeah woman anytime i spotted it was like there were i guess like two others were one the hair tie there's always like um another woman offering a hair tie whenever they see 
you know, someone struggling with their hair that might not have one present. There's always someone else who has one. And when they were picking Harley Quinn's pockets in that one scene where she was tied to the chair, uh, looking for her handwritten business card. Oh, um, yeah. he pulled out he pulled out a tampon. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I love that. And I was like, yeah, always have it. That was good. There's always going to be one. You never really see when they're like go- digging through their purses or dumping things out like a <laughs> like a wave of tampons. Yeah. Like whether or not you're on your period. They're there. <laughs> no, that was good. I like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what would you rate it? Oh, gosh. Um, I would say it's pretty high. Uh, eight and a half toes. I I was going to give it seven and a half. Yeah, I, I almost went nine. Like, I, you know me, I always compare things to Barry Lyndon. And I yeah, honestly but, like, think that this was... <laughs> sometimes it's just about, like, did it make me feel good? It was it a did. delight. It did. Um, yeah, maybe. But maybe cinematically... I'll, maybe, maybe I'll give it an eight. Maybe it's eight toes. Cinematically. So it was just fun. Cinema- and cinematically, it was good. Yes. It had a lot of technical, Like, I feel like aspects. if Stanley Kubrick had this technology, Barry Lyndon could have looked like this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, it would be this pace. <laughs> this brilliant work of art. <laughs> what would you what would you recommend for it? Um oh shit. Shayat. That's a hard one. Um uh, I don't know. <laughs> Can you tell? I have no clue. It's kind of, it's kind of difficult. Th- yeah, this one's difficult. Um, so, you know what? I, I'm gonna go with, and this is gonna sound weird, because I know nobody liked it. But I would say, Eon Flux. I've never seen that. I I don't like the movie as much as I liked the animated series, but I think the movie did well for what it was. If that makes sense, like I think it, it was, which I believe it was also directed by one. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm almost certain it was. I'd have to double check that, but um. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Fuck it. What? what what's Eon Flux about? Um. <laughs> <laughs> what. <laughs> Uh, Eon Flux doing things? <laughs> yes, because it was a woman that did Girl Fight, I think was her other movie that she did before that. Yes, it was a woman. Okay. Karen Kusama? Ku- Kusa- yeah, Karen Kusama. Um, Girl Fight was her, yeah. She got the job because of Girl Fight. Um, yeah. Uh, I would go with that. So- Eon flexes. I, I, it's complicated. I, <laughs> it's like the show. It's, it's hard okay. to explain. You don't have to describe it. Uh, a woman a butt. <laughs> kicking ass and trying to figure things out. <laughs> but the movie, I, the movie, ah, mm, uh, it's. We'll have to do that someday because it would be fun to talk about. 
Um, the movie was nothing like the show, sort of. Um, I know Peter Chung was very disappointed by it, but I also don't know what else they could have done because I don't think a movie that would, if you had done a, a film that was very faithful to Eon Flux, the show, the animated series, nobody would have fucking gone to see that movie. Nobody. Like <laughs> it would have been like me and one other person in the theater. Like, woo, <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, you just couldn't do it. I mean, maybe now modern days, if you had the kind of storytelling that people are doing now, I honestly think you probably could do something with Eon Flux, but at the time, no. I don't think it was... It was definitely not the right time. I should have done it, to be honest. If I'm going <laughs> to throw that out there. Should have been me. I also, <laughs> also should have done uh, Gem and the Holograms, but I'm just saying. I should I should do that one, too. Uh, <laughs> I'll do remakes. <laughs> remakes of bad movies. Um, anyway, yeah. So what's yours? It happens. I... It's a struggle because I want to recommend, like, strong female-centric action movies. And there's, like, not a, not a lot that aren't, like, not exploitive, but, you know what I mean? They're still just kind of, like, there's not like salt. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> really not. Or, or wanted. But I think, um, one, one I, um, is my pick for next week. And another, I would say... All right, so first I'm going to say Mad Max Fury Road. <gasps> I think oh. it would be good because it's like got a strong Charlize Theron. Yes. Like, Who's also it's, Beyond it's colorful, it's fast-paced, and, you know, you don't really need um, the guy to talk. No. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, God, I love yeah. that fucking movie. It's so good. It's so good. And it's not my pick for next week, but it will be a pick. Oh, it's going to be. A, one of us is going to pick that yeah. at some point. We yeah, keep talking that, that about it, but we haven't. too good. It. <laughs> it's, we have to save it for something special. <laughs> God, it's What's so good. What's wrong with us? I, I mean, that but movie the, makes me cry the, because it is so fucking beautiful. It's dude, it's same. so beautiful. Same. God, I love that film. It is a work yeah. of fucking art. Oh, my God, I can't. Oh, God. Okay, keep going. <laughs> But uh, the one that I'm choosing for next week actually just had a 10-year anniversary. 10-year anniversary? I believe so. Uh, and I also think it's, like, fun, cheeky, has action, but also plot. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <gasps> oh! Oh, I love that film! Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I just got so excited. <laughs> it's oh. so good. Didn't we almost pick that as our first movie way probably back? yeah because we both really enjoy that movie yes. we also both really enjoy mad max mad max has come up a ton yeah Fury road now i already um, have my next choice after scott pilgrim so i'm not going to yeah. change it but we really do need to do fury road like <laughs> yeah we really like, do it's just, it's just so bright and colorful it's i think it'd be a good compliment to birds of prey even yeah. though it's about a dude who uh <laughs> I, Who's not you know, I have to say, I think that was part of the brilliance of Mad Max Fury Road specifically, was that it, this one, unlike the other ones, because the other ones I couldn't even get through because I, I, I just couldn't. It was too toxic. I was like, no, no, thank you. Especially when you yeah. got Tina Turner. Like, could could this just be about Tina Turner? Like, I, 
I, I just want her to yeah, sing. Where it's, it's one of those where you want it to be more about like the other characters than the, yeah, the than main person. Mel Gibson. I just don't care. Um, not even because of him being nuts, but like even at the time, I was like, no, just no. Um, yeah. You've got plenty of movies. Go watch one of those. Um, this one I thought was so special because it didn't. It, it 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 wasn't even necessarily about him, if that makes sense. Like I think it was more right. Charlize's movie or her character's mm-hmm. movie. What was her name? In the movie, yeah. uh, Furiosa. Yeah, there you go. I it, I thought it was Fury, and I was like, wait a minute, that's not right. Um, also, badass name. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it was really basically her film. It was uh, her story. Yeah. Yeah, he was just the guy strapped to the hood of the car. He was just there. <laughs> he helped a little. <laughs> yeah, just like grunting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, so good though. So good. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll do that at some point in the future, in the near future. But I think Scott. Oh my God, Scott Pilgrim. How exciting is that? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Pumped. We're gonna talk about Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah, did you see the uh, the the Entertainment Weekly thing they did? No. The, they did like a stage read for it? No. Like, all the characters. The only person who wasn't present was Brie Larson. Um, well, no, there were other characters present, but the only like major character that wasn't present was Brie Larson. But they even had like Chris Evans and such. And Anna Kendrick. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you out. the link. Yeah. I'll shoot you the link after this. Yeah. 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 Um, right. So, yeah. So you'll have to join us next week when we do Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, like, subscribe, review, mm-hmm. uh, rate us on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this yeah. podcast. Uh, drop some comments on some things. Email us at onefootpodcast at gmail.com. One Foot Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and One Foot on the Ground on Facebook. Yep. We're all there. It's all happening. All right. Huh? Until then... Bye-bye. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>